once I said, screw it, I'm done waiting for other people to approve of me to know my greatness. I know I'm great. I'm going to anoint myself. That's when the shit showed up and life really became wonderful. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. If this is your first time here, welcome. Thank you so much for finding this podcast and pressing play. And if you are a returning listener, I appreciate your loyalty and for checking back in. It's so important to have an audience um, that I can speak to. I guess not necessarily. I kind of do this for me. Well, I want an audience. Let's be honest. I don't care. I can tell myself I don't care, but I do. I want people to hear this and hopefully get a nugget of light that they need to make them feel better, more joyful, to go on and live their best life. And something I heard today that was really interesting and unique, which you can apply to your own life, is this ripple effect. We really don't see the impact that our efforts truly have. And it's fruition. It's last through eternity. Every decision that you make really does impact more than you think it does. We're so nearsighted with our impact. So if we can't see it, it didn't happen. But especially with something like this, I don't really know who's listening. I don't know who's sharing. I don't know who's getting something from it unless you reach out and tell me. And then you might improve your attitude and the way that you treat others because of it. And that might give something to them, which gives something to someone else. So the ripples are huge. And just know that with every step that you take in your life, especially when it comes to a positive direction, I think it goes both ways, but you can positively impact people significantly without having like a huge Instagram following or a ton of an audience. Um, It really doesn't matter. It's more so you coming forward with your full heart and really living in your joy is what's going to bring the most benefit to everybody. So I tend to go on tangents here and there, especially I have a fly in my room right now, so it's very distracting. I'm going to try and stay focused here. Um, But today I want to talk about people-pleasing. And it's a concept you've likely heard before, but I want to dive into where this all stems from, how it holds us back from our true potential, and then ways you can create awareness around whether the fact you're a people pleaser or not, and some steps you can take to hopefully allow you to overcome and really see who you are, which is a limitless being that can be, do, or have anything that you want. Um, But a lot of times, others' opinions and people pleasing holds us back. So where does this all begin? Where did it all start? It starts from the very, very beginning. Let's go back in time to when you were an infant and you came out of your mother's womb and you had very basic needs that your parents, you looked to your parents for. You wanted to be fed and you wanted to be loved and just taken care of. And when you're really little, it doesn't really matter 
what your parents' attitude was toward you. You might know it energetically, but it really doesn't mean anything to you yet because you don't have any context. But as you get a little older, older, you're a toddler, um, you do this, it makes your parents mad. You do this, it makes your parents happy. And you're like, oh, well, when they're happy, I get what I want. Um, Things just feel better. I feel loved. And you learn to model your behavior around what makes them happy or what makes them angry. Or another way that we craft ourselves into people pleasers is you tell your kids, oh, look at what this kid's doing. And they're like, oh, okay, well, will that make you happy? Um, So it really does stem from kind of this desire of conditional love, which parents out there, you're always doing the best you can. Like, I'm not a parent yet. I'm sure this will be something that I do because it's something that I learned from my parents and they learned from their parents. And it's a societal thing that we want our kids to act in certain ways. You know, there's these rules that we all live by. And even as adults, there are these rules. But as we grow older, these rules that are created, we start to question and we're wondering why are they there? What rules really matter? Um, And a lot of times this will happen through contrast. You might experience something challenging in your life and it makes you question kind of why you do things the way that you do. And are you living it Are you living your life based off of expectations of what you should do by trying to live this kind of blueprint lifestyle, which I've talked about before, but it's essentially if I follow all the rules, if I make everyone else around me happy, then things will work out for me and I'll be a quote unquote good person. And that is not true, unfortunately. And it's a, a challenging lesson to learn because- When we're younger, like I said, when we people please, when we make our parents happy, we get what we want, which makes us feel good. And we learn over time that it's virtually impossible to make everyone around us feel good enough so that we, quote unquote, get what we want. It really doesn't work that way anymore. Things shift. And they always have been shifted. But because we're a blank slate when we're born, we don't have this conceptual knowledge at our hands. We might know it innately within our soul, within our heart, that we are supposed to follow our internal compass. We're not supposed to look outside ourselves for the answers. But because we depend on people for survival, we like, where does that end? So you look to your parents for food and water and shelter, and you start to look to them for everything. And so they pass down to you their beliefs and what they know which oftentimes is this people-pleasing mentality and making sure you stay within the constraints that make other people feel comfortable. And so what this does is it creates this impact on you that you don't even really recognize. It's almost autopilot because so many of us do this. It's quote-unquote normal, but it's not natural. The natural way to evolve and grow as a being is to follow that internal guidance system. So that voice within you that tells you to do X, Y, and Z, and it makes you feel really good inside. It's it's supportive. It's loving. It's nurturing. 
And we'll look to others when we have that internal voice will come forward and say, hey, you need to make a career change or you need to leave that man or whatever it is. Then we start asking other people for their opinions. And if their opinions don't align with that answer, we assume that that's wrong. But it's really just a shift in perception. They're sharing with you how they see things based off of their beliefs and how they were raised. So really, who holds the answers? And that's where people-pleasing, I think, stems from is assuming that someone outside of you knows what's right for you. I think it also stems from not wanting to be seen as selfish, which when we break down what we deem selfish, it's kind of backwards. So let me explain myself here. If someone does something for themselves instead of for you, Sometimes we'll say, well, that person's so selfish. They don't care about anybody else. But what you're saying is they're selfish because they're not caring about what I want them to care about, which actually makes you selfish. Isn't that kind of interesting? So you wanting them to be different than who they are, you wanting them to make different decisions based upon what you think is right, and then you call them selfish. Hmm. Interesting. A good story that ties this together pretty well, you may have heard it before, is about a baby elephant. And he is tied with a string to a peg that's in the ground. And the string is only like 10 feet. So it has to stay within the constraints of this string its entire life. But as the elephant gets older, it can easily break away from the peg. It has the strength to easily do this. But because it was conditioned to believe it needed to stay within the constraints of this string, it knows no different. And so it's this idea that the elephant is trusting its external circumstances versus versus what's true within side, what they know for sure. Because the elephant knows its strength. That's how they survive in the wild. Like as they get older, um, they have to know. I mean, I'm not an elephant, but <laughs> I would assume this is like a nature thing, right? Again, going back versus what's natural versus normal. And do you identify with that story? Are you the elephant? that really has this extreme robust potential to live an extraordinary life beyond what you're living currently. But you're scared of what others might think or what your parents think or making people feel uncomfortable because you're looking for their approval. People look at other people through such a finite lens of reality. You really don't know that much about someone, even if you're really close to them, because they don't share all the unique unique thoughts that they hold. They don't express that inner voice constant. Like we all have that voice on automatically all the time, saying things to us. And a lot of us don't truly even know ourselves. So how can we possibly know others better than they know themselves? (laughs) 
seems kind of crazy. And then we look to those people for the answers when they're looking through life through the lens of their limiting beliefs. And it can be tough sometimes because you want approval. We want certainty. But the question you need to become comfortable with is, am I okay not knowing? Because it really, there really is no right path. And I've done other podcast episodes on this. There is no right way. And the reason that is, is because everybody has their own unique path that's meant for them. That does not require the approval of other people in order for them to move forward. This is a belief system that is broken and holds us back from our true potential. You can literally be anything you want. And you can argue for your limitations as long as you want them. So maybe think about what it is that you desire in your life, what it is that you want. And maybe it's as simple as, well, this isn't necessarily simple, but it's as easy as enjoying what you have right now. I'll be honest with you. I have had some trouble thinking about my detailed vision for the future I did a podcast on goal setting, and I really do think it's more about who you're being than what you're doing, but I think it's important to establish kind of the path forward. And for me, it's always been these big leaps and bounds. Like I want a new place. I want a relationship that's fulfilling. I want a new career that I'm successful at. I want to be healthy. I want to lose weight, whatever it is. And nothing is coming to me. And so I did a meditation about a vision And I was hysterically bawling because the vision was my life right now. And I couldn't even recognize it because I was so focused on the future path of where am I going next? And so maybe your desire, like mine is, is to enjoy the present moment and all the abundance and beauty that a rich life entails. Because when you focus so so much on the future, you miss what's right in front of you, which is what I was doing. It was a beautiful epiphany. Yes, I want growth and there's much more ahead for me, but it's almost scaling what I already have. I already have a beautiful relationship. I already have great health. I love where I live. I love my business. I love what I do. So expanding that and growing through the projects that I'll face and acting as if which I already have all those things. So it's kind of crazy. Um, But anyway, I'm kind of going off track here. So maybe your desire is to have more joy in your life. And you don't have to explain yourself to anybody, I guess is kind of the moral of the story. No one needs to understand you but yourself. And when you're looking for that approval outside of yourself, first of all, it's impossible because it constantly changes depending on who you ask. And even who you ask, they change all the time. Our cells, you know that your cells, you only have in your body, the oldest ones are seven years old. It's kind of wild. We're constantly changing. Our thought patterns are changing. Our belief systems are changing, dependent on what our experiences are around us, who we hang out with, what we read, what we listen to. And so the opinions of others are constantly changing. So what's true for you is true for you. End of story. When you're looking for approval outside of yourself, you're looking for approval from yourself. You attract what you are, not what you want. So if you approve of yourself, this really all stems from the golden nugget of enoughness and worthiness. If you knew 
You were enough. You were worthy just as you are. No other prerequisite. You don't need to make the money. You don't need to have the body. You don't need to have the partner. You are just worthy because that is what you will attract into your life. Meaning people that believe that too. When you act unworthy, you attract people who treat you like you're unworthy and it exacerbates the belief system. So lots to unfold here. (laughs) Essentially, like I said, the moral of the story is stop asking for approval. It's holding you back. Once you anoint yourself and stop waiting for others to anoint you, it's ridiculous what you can accomplish. I kind of waited my whole life up until now, up until like two years ago for approval from others. I'd work in a career and I wouldn't get the promotion. I wouldn't get the pay raise, but I did an incredible job. And I knew that, but because my employer didn't deem me worthy or anoint me as doing that, I would assume I was less than. And once I said, screw it, I'm done waiting for other people to approve of me, to know my greatness. I know I'm great. I'm going to anoint myself. That's when the shit showed up and life really became wonderful and continues to be wonderful. And you are all this. Everyone has this ability. You have so much greatness within you that you don't even realize because you're listening to the story that is false, that someone else told you, or you learned by watching someone else because it's what they were told. It is an epidemic. And if you're listening to this, hopefully it inspired you to recognize the greatness and abundance and power that you hold within yourself. So I'm going to stop talking. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please like or share leave a review, send it to someone who might need it and continue to stay safe out there. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.